Hello, everybody. It's Michelle here on the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome. Hey, do me a favor before we start. Take a deep breath. Hold it for just a second uh, and then let it out. Now, doesn't that feel good? Awesome. Okay, so what I'm going to share with you today comes from several days. It seems like this idea keeps coming back to me, not only in my own study, but there have been many people who have asked me my opinion or my thoughts on this. And I thought, man, let's just do a podcast because in, (laughs) in my experience, when something like this keeps coming back to you, it's either for yourself or that you need to share it with the world. And it typically will continue to come back to you. And so for me, I feel like if I do this, then um, I can refer somebody back to this podcast and say, yes, I did that teaching the other day. Okay. So what I'm going to share with you today in brief, and I'm going to fly through really quickly, and you might want to take notes. I'm going to share with you what happens between your thoughts in your, your mind and your body connection and where you have choice to make a change. Okay. So when you have a thought, so it can be anything, right? So you're listening to this podcast, maybe a thought's going to come up or you're driving and all of a sudden you have a thought, right? It can be anything about anything. So most people think you don't have a choice about what to think about, but you actually do. Okay. So you have this thought. It comes to you and it creates an emotion. Okay. So you might say, oh no, I don't really believe in that. Okay. Well, uh, what is your first thought when I say the word spider? Okay. Does that create some sort of emotion for you? I know some people that the emotion is more about fear or disgust. And I know some people that the emotion is more about love because they, they love spiders. They have tarantulas for pets, you know, that kind of thing. Right? So you have a thought about spiders and then you have this emotion. Well, once you have created an emotion, you get energy. So energy, um, emotions really are just energy in motion, right? So you have this energy and it typically will go to some part of your body. So like, um, if you're angry, for me, when I'm angry, sometimes I feel it in, in the pit of my stomach, right? I feel angry. Okay. Now, if this is just a one-time thing and you kind of release that, it's no big deal. But sometimes, sometimes you can get, catch yourself in these patterns where this particular energy, um, attached to this emotion can get trapped in your body. Okay. Um, especially children who have experienced abuse or neglect or trauma in early childhood, they feel those emotions during the trauma and it gets trapped in their body, right? And if it's trapped for too long, it becomes dis-ease, disease, okay? It can become an illness. It can actually be turned into things like cancer or um, those folks by research, we know that if they have more trauma, especially in early childhood, they are more susceptible to not only cancers, um, but lung issues and diabetes, heart disease, and early death. Okay. So you have thought, you have emotion, energy, it gets trapped, you have disease. All right. Now who's okay with that? (laughs) I know I'm not. And so I want to share with you a couple things. So, um, when you have a thought, you do not have to entertain that thought. 
Have you ever been late for work? Say you're going to be five minutes late, right? And all of a sudden you start telling yourself a story, right? Oh no, I'm going to be five minutes late. Oh, I was five minutes late last week. This is like my third time in three months. I'm going to be late. Um, my boss is going to fire me. Oh no, what am I going to do if I get fired? What am I going to do for work? How am I going to make the house payment? And you go on and you go on and you go on until eventually you're like living homeless under the bridge, right? So you're five minutes late, but in your mind, you are now homeless under the bridge. Okay. Come on. I can't be the only one that's ever done that. Right. Okay. You do not have to entertain that thought. So when you realize that you're five minutes late, you have a choice about what to do with that thought. You can be homeless under the bridge, or you can say, you know what? I'm going to get there when I get there and I will do the best I can when I get there. Okay. So you have a choice about what to do with that thought. You can let it go, right? You do not have to entertain that thought. Now, once it gets to a thought and you have entertained it and it's created this emotion in you. So you have emotion and you have energy, right? Now you can still do something with it, right? You can, uh, first of all, just identifying it and saying, okay, you know, maybe you know what emotion it is. So, uh, maybe, you know, it's anger or no, maybe, you know, it's frustration, or maybe you're just feeling overwhelmed. It's been a really long day. Somebody said something and you're like on the verge of tears because maybe you're tired and you haven't eaten. Right. So identifying it, um, another really great way to release energy First of all, sometimes I do this a lot if I don't know what I'm feeling. Um, so if I'm going to the Halloween store to buy costumes with my children and I'm just feeling a lot of feelings, but I don't know what it is, I just say, oh my goodness, I have energy. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't really like the feeling of it, right? So in that moment, I say, what would I like to do with this? So deep breathing techniques is a really good one. Um, if you'd like a really great example of this, several days ago, I did a session on um, an episode on uh, the one minute meditation and that you can do anywhere. You don't have to have your eyes closed. Okay. So if you want something like that, check it out. Um, deep breathing, but then also giving yourself a choice. So for me, when I say I have energy, what do I want to do with this? Or I might say, what can I do? Well, so usually there's a thought that comes to me. So for example, if I'm standing in a store and I say, what can I do with this? I trust my subconscious brain. It's not going to give me some idea that that won't work. So for example, it's not going to tell me, go take a bath because I'm shopping right now, right? Typically it's something I can do in that moment. So I try to listen to myself of what I can do, right? It's really important because when you have that energy and that emotion that's right there, Sometimes you can't stop and figure out where did this come from? Is this an issue? Is this a pattern? Do I need to take care of this? Like we can't do a counseling session right now, right? But you do need to release some of that energy so that it's not getting trapped. Okay. What do you do if you know it's getting trapped? So for example, you've woken up for like the third day in a row in a bad attitude and you're just in a low and you don't really know what's happening. That's a great signal that what you, that you have a lot of energy trapped somewhere. Okay. So when you realize that something is happening and you're like, man, I got to get rid of this right now, we've entered into the phase of we're going to have to do some more extensive work, right. In, in your mindset. 
And typically when I work with coaching clients, that's when we go into really focusing on gratitude. So what are the things that you're thankful for? Um, also forgiveness. Where do you need to forgive yourself? Where do you need to forgive somebody else? Where do you need to forgive maybe a situation, right? We go into blessing. So let's say something happened and it's got you in a funk. How can you bless yourself? How can you bless others in the, that situation? How can you bless maybe the witnesses in, in that circumstance? Um, and then sometimes we, we have to go more into um, referring somebody to counseling or to therapy, right? Say you, you've got a lot of trap stuff and it's, it's showing up in a negative way and it might be time to go talk to somebody about that. Okay. And then if you, you know, of course, go into that area where you have dis-ease, so you have a disease or an illness that's showing up in your body, this is even more intense work, right? This is where you're going to have to spend a little bit more time and effort into understanding yourself, understanding where all this has come from, making better choices. So you're probably going to need a professional, um, somebody more than just your friend who wants the best for you, Okay. So this is, I wanted to show this connection between thought, emotion, energy, the, how it gets trapped in disease, because it all connects together and you have a choice, but where is the choice? Okay. The easiest way to handle it is in thought. So even if you find yourself having these, um, diseases, right? You can choose right now to start examining your thoughts and not entertaining them. See, this is a really important piece that once you get to the emotion that comes with a thought, so you've had a thought, you have kind of, you've entertained it, you have this story, it's created an emotion. The rest of the cycle is reflex. You are not thinking about it and you are not in control of it. So quite frankly, you have built a default system over your life that once you have this kind of an emotion, you will have the rest of the cycle in the same way that you've always had it before. So if it's a reflex and you're not in charge of it, you no longer have a choice. How does that make you feel? I know for me, when I found that out, I was like, well, I don't like that, right? So I am choosing to go on this journey where I'm examining whatever thought comes to me and I ask myself this very simple question, is it true? So if I have a, a thought come to me that says, oh no, I'm five minutes late for work, I'm going to get fired. I stop it right there. Is that true? Is it really true that my boss is going to fire me if I'm five minutes late? I don't know. Now it could be, I don't know, right? But if I don't know, then why do I need to entertain the rest of the thought, right? Now, maybe I said something a little wonky during a meeting and I say, oh my gosh, these people are not going to ever invite me back. Well, is that true? I don't know. You don't know until it happens, right? So this is my challenge to you that when a thought comes to you, try this. Now, let me tell you that you entertain millions of thoughts throughout a day, whether you're consciously aware of them or not. So there's, it's not possible for you to catch every thought. But what I'm challenging you to do is to take some time throughout your day, maybe even set your alarm, right, on your watch or your phone that, that tells you check in with yourself at this time. Ask yourself, 
what thought has come to me and uh, just, just see what happens. How does that make you feel? Or sometimes when you have that emotion, you can say, what do I want to do with this energy right now? Okay. So there are all kinds of ways that you can approach this and you can change this cycle. Start wherever you notice it. So if it's a thought, don't entertain it, just let it go. If it's an emotion, you can identify it and breathe through it. If you have something that you know is trapped inside there, that's okay. Forgiveness, gratitude, blessing, and see if you need help, okay? So my point in all of this is that you have a choice even when it seems like you don't. I hope this has been helpful to you. I, I really was inspired by this uh, many years ago when I learned this myself. Um, and as I said, it just keeps coming back. So I hope this has been helpful. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.